Hello everyone, we uh, are here in Rob's office uh, for another episode of the Imperfect Parenting Podcast. It's good to be here, as always, and I'm learning so much from you, Rob. Um, I've had a bit of a crazy little time, been a really, really busy time for me, but it's been been also good for me to to remember um, some of what you've said over the last number of weeks. So I've really enjoyed just being here with you and chatting to you and I'm, I'm i'm hoping others are finding that as well finding it it, it helpful to them to uh, to take some time to just reflect and think about who we are and and who we are as parents so thank you rob for these times what a pleasure Stu, and uh, and good to talk with you again um yes and if i'm right you are uh, today taking some time out um, if we go back to our last episode, my hope for you, Stu, this, this day, I mean, it has been a really busy time for you, is that you get again a restored sense of your level one worth, that you get a sense again of mattering in that fundamental way. Um, because that for you and for me and for everyone is, is our base. That's the base I'm, I'm suggesting of all that we do out there. And it is a crazy busy time for all of us. And I think that we all need to periodically um, check in again and restore that sense of level one worth. Um, I think it's a God thing. I think it's about connecting at the deepest level as relational creatures around who we are and what we're about. And just remembering that yes, what we do out there in the world matters. But that isn't where our worth is fundamentally derived from. Um, our, our worth actually comes as um, created unique beings. Um, so my hope is that you get a restored, rejuvenated sense of that. And what I'm suggesting for all of us is, honestly, I think that makes us perform better. I don't think it actually spoils the project. I think it enhances the project. So back again to this idea of level one and level two. And what I thought I would do in this, in this particular episode is have a look at the, what I think has become a vexed issue around schoolwork. I mean, I know it's driving teachers crazy because I think they're having to work, work themselves, you know, virtually to a standstill to try and provide quality education during times like this and they have to get used to online teaching and uh, in-person teaching and then doing a hybrid version of the two and really having to, you know, uh, put in a lot of long hours to make sure that uh, children and teenagers are being educated. Um, and uh, uh, I'm amazed by what they have to do. And I, I, I know they're working jolly hard at that. And I also know that parents are having to carry oftentimes extra load as regards, you know, making sure that their kids are, are able to do, to do work. And the kids themselves tell me, Robert, ain't easy. You know, I understand that those children who have been doing well at school anyway are, are, are more or less coping over this time of COVID, but many aren't. They tell me they can't do it. They, they really battle and they need a lot of support. And I know that parents have, have in many instances been that support and that's at the tail end of their days, you know, after their long working hours. So being a teacher and a parent and a person is working out in the world. It's not an easy task. So this takes me to this idea of level two self-worth, which is really around how, how am I doing in the world? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I 
working properly? Am I getting the right marks? Am I doing what my boss wants me to do, what my teacher wants me to do? And for kids, what my parents want me to do. Because um, I know that kids are particularly sensitive to meeting their parents' expectations. And so all of us want to carry around inside a sense that I'm doing good work, whatever that good work might be. Um, and that's an important thing. It's just that we've got to watch it. I've definitely seen how level two self-worth can start to dominate. And I have seen how, again, if you think of that upside down T, it's like the vertical disengages from the, the horizontal. So it's like the vertical is the only thing that exists. And people only measure themselves according to how well they're doing in the world. And just the other day, I was talking to a very bright uh, university student who said to me something along the, along the lines of, in terms of his work, he says, Rob, I don't think I'm doing enough, and that makes me feel worthless. So the idea being that he's not working hard enough. He's not getting the marks he thinks he should. He says to me, my parents are paying a lot of money. I feel like I'm letting them down. And this was just eating away at his fundamental sense of worth. So what I want to focus on today then is just how we manage you know, this aspect of performance uh, in today's circumstances, particularly uh, obviously for our children, uh, but then for us ourselves as well, because we need to keep our bearings. And I think it's a tricky time uh, for us to, to feel good about how we're performing. So as I understand you, you're saying that there's a foundation that's the most important, and, and that is the bottom of the T, and that is our just who we are and that we matter who we are and then there's the the piece that rises up from the t which is our performance in the world and when that starts to dominate it can get us in a tangle <laughs> is that what you're saying rob i think so Stu. you know i wouldn't say that the level one is more important i just say that's the foundation so you know that as we go on in life as we get older we actually need to achieve stuff I often think of meaningful achievement as being like meat that properly sustains our, our, our confidence. And all of us, we need to be able to look back on things that we worked really hard at and we pulled it off. And I think that that's something we do need. And I don't think we can duck that one. So I'm not really arguing for, you know, the bohemian life where, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, you know. Stick it to the man, you know, you don't need to perform. Not that, because I think that's a bit juvenile. All I'm saying, though, is that we've got to be careful when our self-worth is only derived from how we perform. Because what's going to happen then is that we stop listening to ourselves and we ignore important signals. Even if you take in the last episode, you were saying to me that your kids started to talk about what they like. Well, blow me down. There's a lot of people that ignore that because of what they're busy doing. And there's a part of them inside that's busy dying because they are only focused on um, what they see as being you know, relevant to the world. And they're ignoring what makes them happy. And I'm just saying that that's a risk. We've got to keep the balance. Again, it's that faith works or nature nurture, if you like. Both are always in play. So one of the things that I'm quite passionate about is that I'm not just about myself and it's really important that that i'm not just about focusing on what makes me happy if i can put it like that 
and uh, and so there are there are things that I'm going to grit it out for because I think they're important. And um, is there also a danger to head down that route, Rob? It's not a danger. It's just that you did say you're not just about what makes you happy. As long as you keep the just about, then I'm happy because that's in the mix. So, of course, it's not only about you and I, not at all, but it is also about you and I. So we've got to keep those um, those two there. You know, they've got to stay... Um, they've got to stay in the in the mix so how do you how do you go about doing that Rob keeping those two right so what I want to do today is to is to use schoolwork as a an area that we can we can see how these two play out and if we bear in mind you know that we've got uh, our children who they are how they're wired um, their their uh, uh, likes and dislikes you know their own um, academic style or capacity all of those things as well as what they're being asked to do now um, i would say that for many many folk um, depending on the circumstances i think that we've had to modify our expectations we've got to be careful of saying the bar is as high as it was pre-covid and here i'm talking about school performance because you might not be able to achieve that or if you do, it will come at a very high price at the level one um, uh, self-worth um, area. So it's going to come at the price of the child always feeling like they're not doing enough. Or maybe that you're, you're angry or unhappy because, you know, uh, you're still going to be doing your best. Um, so parents will often say to me, Rob, look, I don't ask a lot. I just insist that my child does his best. Well, I'll say, look, fair enough, but you've got to be pretty savvy about that expectation during these times because it's tough for kids to do their best. This isn't a normal space for a lot of them. Um, and here, of course, people's circumstances out there may vary a lot, I know, but for lots of kids in lots of spaces, it's not completely conducive to them doing their best. So we've got to modify that and say, we appreciate that the times aren't right for you to be hitting your straps like you did before. Please also, can I ask you to not have the same expectations of yourself? Please be realistic, we'd be saying to our kids. And also, I think to the parent, parents who are busy trying to be teachers, for goodness sake, be realistic. I think in these times, often getting homework done is plenty good enough for me it doesn't have to have all the bells and whistles the word that springs to mind is grace rob um for ourselves and for for others as well during this time yes i think so Stu. hey i think that really does fit fit the attitude and the approach that i'm suggesting and what grace implies too is actually a recognition of the reality of of the person his or her actual experience and again it goes to that level one self-worth it's like i know where you're at and i know who you are and your intrinsic value and i'm not going to push you and steamroll over what this is actually like for you so what i don't want and i honestly don't think it's worth it is for schoolwork to make our kids unhappy i wouldn't do that i would say it's not worth the cost that they go to bed at night feeling that horrible never enough feeling or just mom's mad at me or there's discord in the home i honestly don't think it's worth it and so rob i mean i hear you on that what i would put to you though is there will be parents and i mean i might be this parent from time to time who's saying you know a child 
tends to be lax. You know, it tends to not actually push through on in certain things. A particular personality in a child who 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 is that way, and and a dad kind of going, no, come on, you need to you need to push yourself a little bit more here. I understand the time and I understand grace, but what would you say to that? Yes, I mean, I think as I say, uh, children have different attitudes to schoolwork. Um, I sometimes feel like you know I, I meet a lot of a lot of children, often boys, who who don't like school, um, and it's not just COVID. You know, they've never liked school. Now, again, if I'm going to obey this this framework that I'm suggesting, this level one, level two, I've got to concede that that this person's space isn't actually about school, that it isn't something that makes them happy. And I feel like we need to accept that. I don't think we need to insist that our children be happy about school and that they want to be academics because that's an intrinsic thing that I think our children carry inside of them then I think what we need to do, if we're able to accept that, is concede that this is hard yards for them. Concede that this is like eating a bowl after bowl of boring food for them. It's not pleasant. And so again, what we do is we say, we adopt a kind of a get it done, a done attitude. It's not like it has to be, you know, the same as say your sisters, or it's also got to be up to there or their level or whatever else it might be. We concede this is not you, but buddy, here's like the minimum that I'm looking for. And I'm asking that you get it done so that you can be free to kind of wander off and do whatever it is you actually like to do. And I think it's those kinds of approaches that I would take. Brilliant, Rob. That's, I think, really, really helpful and practical as well as one goes about kids. So thank you again for this time. I started off by thanking you. Again, thank you for this time and thank you for your thoughts. And uh, we look forward to the next one.